And we are live. Hey, I want to welcome everybody that's watching right now. If you're watching live, go ahead and click that share button. <clears throat> share this out. Excuse me. Share this with um, groups, any private Facebook groups, any groups you can get this into. Share it to your pages. And because we're going to throw down some massive information here, I want to welcome my my good friend, Jay Noland, and um, my new friend, Darrell Williams. And um, Darrell is an attorney, and he's here to um, speak some truth into what's going on with the, um, the, the new the new um, ruling that just came down from the Supreme Court about the overreach and misuse of power that the FTC has been exercising. So, um, Daryl, welcome. Jay, welcome. Hey, thank you. Good to be here. Thank you. So, so let's let's get into this. And Mark Gassard is already on and has shared it. So, thank you for that, brother. I appreciate it. Let's get into let's get into talking about. Um, you know, Jay and I had a had a little online chat the other day about, um, you know, some of the terror, literal terror that him and his family and 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 a lot of really, really good people have experienced as a result of um, some 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 government agency, the FTC having, I think, too much power, <laughs> quite frankly. Um, but, but, you know, Darrell, if, what, what are your thoughts on this new ruling that, that just came down uh, from the Supreme Court? Well, I, I think we need to put in context the ex- excessive power exercised by the, <laughs> I like that, uh, <laughs> that comment, falsely talking, uh, well, you know, they are yeah. sort of stir-coracious. That's that's certainly true, but uh, the FTC. Let me just tell you what they did to Jay Nolan and his company, Success by Health. They decided, after doing their own investigation, spurning Jay's desire to help them with their investigation, so that he could show that they are engaged with an with a legitimate product selling retail to satisfy people's needs, people paying money to get a superior coffee product and other nutraceuticals. Well, the FTC is not interested in that because they hate anybody who's involved in free enterprise. They think that multi-level marketing is bad just because it's multi-level marketing. And if you look at the history of the FTC, they almost always sue a multi-level marketing company. I don't care whether it's Amway or whatever it is, they've sued them because they think it's evil. And the only way these companies are able to continue to exist is by beating them. And we shouldn't live in this sort of tyranny where you have to beat the government in order to engage in free enterprise. Here's what they did to Jay. Uh, last January, they hit him with an ex parte order. They didn't even give him a chance to go into court. They just got a judge to enter an order that took away his business, appointed a receiver to manage 
all the operations of success by health. They had the receiver make the decision of whether or not this was legal. And, and so, of course, the receiver, who is the puppet of the Federal Trade Commission, decides that Jay Noland is a bad man uh, and that he is a recidivist when he's never, ever been found to have violated any, any trade commission laws or rules. But so, he has been involved in multi-level marketing. Let, let me be the devil's advocate, Darrell, if I may. So, so if, if, so this woman is obviously the, the receiver's a judge, right? Uh, no, she's not a judge. She uh, is I know, a, it was it was rhetorical. She's just an attorney, right? She's a lawyer who works at a big law firm here in town in Phoenix. That's and insane. So, yeah, and, and so <laughs> the FTC picks her, and she is a partner with a bankruptcy lawyer who does liquidations. My God. And so the receiver is in there to liquidate this company even though the order says she's supposed to run it and preserve assets, not happening. They are desiccating this company. They have sucked out hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars that Jay Noland and his company had accumulated because it was a, it was a business that was tremendously successful. So they just seize everything. And uh, once they seize everything, they decide to not only seize the company accounts, they'll go after the individual bank accounts of the principals of the company, Jay Nolan, Lena Nolan, Tommy Saka, and Scott Harris. And so they go and seize all of their bank accounts. And they send letters to their banks saying that Jay, Scott, Tommy are crooks. They say they're frauds. They have, they have violated Federal Trade Commission, and you better not deal with them. And so Jay can't go get a bank account. Good because Lord. he walks in to open up a bank account or to get a credit card, the Federal Trade Commission sends him a letter. Or the Federal Trade Commission sends him a subpoena and says, y'all, you know, these are evil people. And so every bank turns Jay Nolan down. And how can you live in today's world if you can't have a bank? Uh, And so what happens then? They got no bank account. They have no assets. They have attached Jay's fishing boat that he had in storage in Kentucky. They put a padlock on the storage facility. And this is the boat that he goes fishing for uh, fishing with his dad for, and they've seized that. Uh, um, so, so Darrell, you know, Jay mentioned the other day, I, I still can't even talk about this without, without laughing. I don't know why that somebody involved in this process compared network marketing companies to the KKK. Oh, that was, that, that was the, uh, expert for the uh, FTC. Uh, she got on the witness stand at the preliminary injunction hearing and said, yeah, they're, they're kind of a lot like the KKK. <laughs> and, and 
now, that is unreal. That strange comment just coming out of the blue. Uh, I, I, I don't think that person understands the history of the KKK and what a terrible organization that was. I mean, and, and to do that with Jay Noland in the courtroom. Unbelievable. And, and, and you may not know this, but Jay and I are brothers. Yeah. But he looks black and I don't. Right. I don't know why that is. Same, same. And, yeah, so they're saying that yeah. about one of the finest people I have ever met, Jay Nolan. Yep. And, and I'm just kind of beside myself that that's coming up in a federal courtroom uh, last January. Unreal. That was February. For heaven's sakes, who's the FTC got on his payroll? And by the way, they only put people on their payroll who believe in their agenda. Their agenda is uh, multi-level marketing is evil and it's bad. They don't believe in free market economy. They don't believe that people who want to make and have their own business should have the opportunity to be successful. I mean, it's, it's, it's just outrageous. And uh, the judge listens to this very biased proceeding. The judge is a former federal prosecutor. And, uh, you know, I long ago gave up my notion that, that uh, there's justice in the courtroom. I used to think that when I was a baby lawyer. Didn't take me long to figure out that's not so. You want right and wrong. You want justice. You go to church. You want win or lose. You go to the courtroom. And you better have the right lawyer with you in the courtroom, or you're going to be you're going to be on the losing side. The wow. judge comes there with his dispositions and his biases and prejudices. And if you're a former uh, federal prosecutor, you have been so long believing that the prosecutors are right and that the government is right, it doesn't occur to you that, hey, you know, those guys might be wrong. I, uh, here's an anecdote. A few years ago, I was hired to try what was the largest securities fraud case in Arizona history. The attorney general... Uh, in Arizona, decided to shut down a charitable organization called the Baptist Foundation of Arizona. And they claimed that uh, $577 million had been taken from people fraudulently. I defended general counsel in that case. Uh, <clears throat> you know what? The, uh, uh, the attorneys general who prosecuted that case had no clue what was going on. All they were there to do was to put these people in jail. And it's the only criminal case I've ever been involved in in my life because it was a very sophisticated white-collar crime case. I had a very good criminal lawyer representing the president of this organization, but he didn't know up from down about securities law. And so Jeez. I represented... All, I, I took the, the lead when it was ever is a securities issue or a contract issue or a real estate issue. He took the lead whenever it was criminal procedure or criminal law. So we, we had a good theme going. 
But here's what I learned about the criminal rules of civil procedure. Rule number one, the prosecutor's motion is always granted. Rule number two, the defense's motion is always denied. Rule number three, see rule number one. Wow. Uh, this particular trial was 10 months every day to a jury. It is the longest case I have ever tried. And I became even less enchanted with our judicial system than I had been before because it was a, a, a criminal case. Now, make no mistake that the FTC is like a prosecutor. And although they say that these are civil matters, it is quasi-criminal. Uh, you know, act like you're criminals. So, uh, I mean, where do, doesn't the Constitution come into play somewhere? Like, uh, like what the heck? I, don't don't we have? I mean, you know, Jay and I talked about this the other day, Darrell, and right. and that is there is something that exists called due process, right? What does do what does due process mean if it's not being exercised? Well, uh, yes, uh, the due process is a very theoretical construct. It's and, theoretical. Well, yes, it is theoretical, but wow. the application and the practicalities of it are, are are not as clean, clear, and crisp as we would think they would be. Now, the constitutional issues in the AMG case against the Federal Trade Commission that was the Supreme Court just ruled on a week ago. Yeah, I uh, filed an amicus brief amicus curiae brief in that case where I discussed all of the constitutional violations that were being committed by the Federal Trade Commission. Wow. I listed those in my brief that, that are just outrageous. And anybody who cares about our Constitution, who cares about the freedoms that we have because we are America— needs to understand that you have government agencies who uh, violate our rights. Um, it, this, this decision came down, and within 30 minutes of it being posted to the Supreme Court's uh, website as a decision that had been rendered, the judge in my case here in Arizona sent out an order uh, sua sponte, I mean, he did it on his own. He was waiting for this decision. He read it, and he ordered me and counsel for the Federal Trade Commission to have a meeting to discuss the impact of this case and its decision on the case before Judge Lanza, who is my, my judge in the case I had with Jay Nolan and Success by Health. He wanted to know, among other things, whether or not the injunction he entered was legal, whether or not the receivership he entered was legal, and, and listen to this. He did not even allow Jay, the owner of the company, to designate who would be the lawyer for the company. Instead, he appointed the FTC's puppet their receiver, 
as the lawyer for Jay's company Good to defend God. the company and make some sort of argument whether they were legal or illegal. And guess what that receiver did? She decided the business could not be conducted legally. And she wrote a letter, a report that she gave to every affiliate of Jay's company saying it was illegal. Wow. I'm going, and I filed a motion with the court saying, judge, justice, due process means you get to pick your own lawyer. You Good. don't have the judge appoint a receiver that the FTCs wants and then have that receiver be the lawyer for the company. That's not America. Is this is that you said this was after the Supreme Court? No, 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 oh, no, oh, before after I got into the case. Oh my god, and, and I said, but the judge in his uh, order last week ordering us to meet and confer said he wanted us to consider that whether or not, in view of what the Supreme Court has done, uh, he was right when he said. This just boggles my mind. Hey, Jay, 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 I'm going to make a suggestion. You need a more passionate lawyer on your side. (laughs) (laughs) I I told you, this this man here, 40 years, taking on some of the biggest cases in the country, taking on the FAA. So none of this, the reason we found him is because none of this scares him. This is absolutely mind-boggling. And, and guess what? This can happen, and Darrell can affirm this. This can happen to every single business owner in this country. True or false, Darrell? True or false. Absolutely true. If the government can come after you, and here's what they're going to do. They think that because you have limited resources and they have unlimited resources, they can just beat you down, and you have to, you're going to lose because you can't defend yourself. Uh, take Jay, for example, Jay is blessed with lots of people who love him and support him. They knew he had no resources to pay me. They have been donating money. Wow. So that I can be paid. Now they're not donating nearly enough. (laughs) Uh, I mean, this type of case is very very expensive because you're fighting uh, a, a multi-headed hedra. I mean, it's just awful what you're doing because it's it's. I, I'll tell you another story. I'll tell you, let me go back to my uh, securities fraud case. Uh, the case started in September, so September, October, November, December, January, February. Six months into the case. Uh, I, my client had run out of money and he, my client had no money, but we sued the, uh, officers, uh, and, and board members, liability carrier, uh, to make them pay the defense because they had this kind of coverage that if you're an officer and you get accused of something, they have to belly up to the bar. Well, we, we had to go to a jury trial to get the insurance company to front the fees 
in that $577 million fraud case. We ran out of money uh, six months after the start uh, trial started because I thought, no way could this case last more than six months. Well, I was wrong. It went on four more. So I show up in the courtroom one day in front of the judge, and before the jury was brought back in, I says, Judge, how much longer are you going to let the prosecutors go on? You need to take control of this case. How many times can we hear about little old women who are eating cat food? <laughs> because we've had several of them say they were relegated to that. Never mind that cat food's more expensive than tuna fish, mind you. It was just, it was just the, uh, the arguments that they were making. And the prosecutors told them to say these things. So the judge said, what do you mean, Darrell? I says, well, judge, I'm out of money. I'm working for free now. And I'd sort of like to uh, uh, bring this thing to a close. If you'd take some control, this thing wouldn't... And she says, well, Darrell, the prosecutor gets to do what they want. And I'm thinking of rule number one in a criminal case, the prosecutor always wins. And so I say to the judge, I says, well, judge, what if I just don't show up tomorrow? He says, well... I guess I could hold you in contempt and put you in jail across the street and wow. just bring you over here to try the case. Wow. And I say to him, and Ken Fields was the name of the judge, and he and I are good friends. If you go to my website, you'll see a video of Ken Fields talking about me because I was in his courtroom for 10 months in this big case. So I say to Judge Fields, I say, Judge, am I going to be in jail a longer or shorter time than this case has left to run. <laughs> and he said, That's awesome. your seat, Darrell, we're bringing the jury in. Oh, um, my God. And, 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 and the FTC is counting on that. They think that what you're going to do if you're a defendant in one of their cases is you're going to run out of money and you're not going to have anybody who's going to support the lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you're going to get a lawyer who is intimidated by them, and they're just going to, you know, give up. Well, you can't give up in a case like this because the consequences are too awful for the individuals who are involved. So, uh, so, so, Darrell, the the I know that the uh, and Brooke just said it. You know, the Supreme Court ruled against the FTC. And so what the FTC is now doing is running back to Congress to try to get their power back. Is that correct? They are doing that. They introduced a bill. They had that bill already there because I got to tell you, they knew they were going to lose. Wow. And when you have uh, a nine zip ruling out of the Supreme Court, it's a smackdown Absolutely. And it's totally bipartisan. I mean, it's a, there wasn't, it wasn't leaning liberal or conservative. It was like every single one of the Supreme court justices said no more. Yeah. yeah. What about the most liberal of the justices, Darrell? Maybe, I mean, justice Breyer would, I don't know. Breyer, Kagan and Sotomayor are the justices who people sort of vernacularly call the most liberal. I don't like to talk about judges as liberal or conservative. You know, I live in the courtroom and I recognize that there are different approaches to the interpretation of the law. 
And so uh, I don't like to think of these as uh, political decisions or political divisions among the members of the court. I have so much more regard for them. You know, I, I've been to the Supreme Court a couple of times, and uh, wow. these are wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, uh, they, they are not liberal and conservative in the political sense of the word. Right. But I agree that having this decision written by Justice Breyer should be a signal to the people, particularly the people in Congress, who thinks that our Supreme Court is political, that they need to rethink what they think about how the Supreme Court justices think. And the real operative word here is think, because the Supreme Court justices think politicians don't, they just talk. And that's, that's, uh, that's uh, how I would separate politicians who just pander to good judge justices who think and have a ratio decidendi that reaches their conclusion. Ratio decidendi, lawyers like to use a little Latin, means you got a rational step that you follow to reach your conclusion. The reason for the decision, ra ra uh, ratio decidendi. Uh, and every one of these justices this time smacked the FTC down. Now, now let me tell you, I have to report uh, on my, my phone call with the FTC's lawyers on Monday. Uh, I, I, I was, I'm meeting with the two guys who are against me. And, and, and I said to them, I said, well, I guess uh, we all agree that the Supreme Court's decision pretty much has gutted your case. They said, oh, no, it had no effect on it at all. Oh, my God. I said, huh? I said, well, what about Judge Lanza's order? Asking us how it affects it. He says, oh, well, he, he got it wrong. Th this doesn't really affect uh, what we're doing. Uh, oh this God. is, th there's nothing here that uh, modifies what we're doing. We still get the receivership. We still get to keep all of his assets. We still get to have all of his credit cards. He still can't do business. He still can't have a bank account. And uh, I'm going, well, wait a minute. That was all under your uh, rather generous rewriting of Section 13B. And the Supreme Court just said, you can't do it. He says, well, we'll just change to Section 19 then. I said, no, because Section 19 has some procedural safeguards in it, and you haven't done it. He says, well, it doesn't matter. We are the government. I says, you can't act that way. And he goes, are you ready? Yes, we can. We are the sovereign. Wow. Wow. I said, uh, no, no. Wow. The sovereign can't trample on the rights of citizens in America. Oh, my God. And he says, oh, we're not trampling on the rights. We're protecting them. And, and we don't think this decision has affected us at all. I says, oh, so what you think is you can ignore it because you think, as does the current head of the Federal Trade Commission, that's a spring mortis. 
Supreme Court just ruled in favor of, let me quote her again, the Supreme Court ruled in favor of scam artists and dishonest corporations. I says that, he says, yes, we'll do anything we can. I says, and whose opinion matters about who the scam artist is? He says, well, it's ours. I says, ours as in the FTC? Yes. And, And so these guys are absolutely unaffected in their minds by this decision. Now, tomorrow, we have to file... Uh, a seven-page document with the court describing how we think this decision has impacted what this judge has done. Several months ago, I was making an argument that what the judge had done was illegal because he was not himself reading the statute to see how narrowly construed it had to be and not looking at other circuit decisions which say the Ninth Circuit and the way it has ruled is wrong. And he said, well, I think there are storm clouds on the horizon for the Federal Trade Commission, but the storm hasn't hit yet. And so, I said, no, Judge, it's not storm clouds. It's a tsunami. <laughs> and, it's, and it's not far off the beach. We all need to be running for high ground or we're going to get killed. Well, the tsunami hit. The judge immediately recognized it. He entered this order, and tomorrow I'm going to file this uh, joint statement. And I, I got to tell you, I'm going to give Jay this joint statement because it's going to be a farce on the part of the FTC. And I think the world ought to see what the FTC says tomorrow when they file their statement of how this uh, – Supreme Court decision doesn't mean anything because, you see, they are the good guys. And they can't be doing anything wrong. They are the sovereign, don't you know? Oh, oh. And and when I said to them, I said, well, you know, the uh, receiver has taken hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars away from Jay Noland and his company. They, They go... Well, you know, that's because uh, he's a criminal. Oh. I said, no, no, he's not. He's a good, honest man. He says, no, no, the FTC knows better. Now, I am characterizing what they are saying. Right, uh, right, right. Uh, they, they did not say that literally, literally, but they said, uh, uh, <clears throat> essentially, there's no points of agreement between me and the Federal Trade Commission's lawyers on the impact of this case. Now, the Wall Street wow. Journal called it a slap down and said that it's raining in. In my brief to the Supreme Court, I said this was a runaway horse that needs to be reined in because of all these constitutional violations. Right. Uh, if you want to read something horrific vis a vis our Constitution, read my amicus brief. Yeah. Uh, and, and this is. Uh, In my view, the Supreme Court's decision represents a tectonic shift in the legal landscape when it comes to the overreach and abuse of the Federal Trade Commission. It's, it's, It's magic. 
it is in favor of free enterprise. It's in favor of the sort of marketing that is most profitable as engaged in, I think, by more people in America than almost any other type of marketing, word of mouth, multi-level marketing, where you sell things that are worth the money and get paid for it. That's what this is about. Let me let me tell you what the uh, Marine Olverhausen, uh, who's the former director of the Federal Trade Commission, said about this ruling. She said... Uh, uh, the FTC over time has strayed from seeking monetary remedies in obvious fraud cases to also seeking money judgments in gray area cases where defendants offer legitimate products and services. And the problem is, of course, if you're the government and you come down hard on a company, closing them down, taking away their resources. Yeah. Then they can't defend themselves to say, hey, we're we're offering a legitimate product and service to our people, and they're paying a fair quid pro quo. So what's wrong with that? Anybody tell me what's wrong with that. This this is that like uh, I know we just met <clears throat> Darrell. But I'm a very passionate person, and I don't have a filter. So I'm sitting here wondering, how in the world does one go about having this conversation with these moronic people without, like, swearing? I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how you don't swear at them. I'm sure you do when you get off the phone or the meeting. Anyway, like, uh, this is mind-blowing, and this can happen to anybody that owns a business. Anybody, Darrell, I was showing him from the FTC's website how you filed this also in one of your deals, your briefs with us, where they went in this particular year and got $5.2 billion in money they took from companies, but they only gave back $269 million. Now, you want to talk about what I perceive as deceptive because they talk about the fine print or whatever on our disclaimers, notice this. They put the money that they took from people real small. But then they put the money, the little bit of money they gave back, real big. Now, what is that? And maybe, Darl, you could talk about them getting restitution because there's business owners on here right now. They don't have a clue. It ain't just network market MLM. They've been doing it to tons of businesses. That they go in and in the stick of restitution and disgorgement, Darl, maybe you can share with us about that point because the American businesses don't get what's going on here. Well, and and it's five point two nine billion that they say they took and they've paid out two hundred and sixty nine million. That's literally a little over five billion with a B, but five billion dollars missing. Where is it? That would Justice buy a Amy really Barrett. nice house. Justice Amy Barrett asked him that question. She said, where's the money? The five, five billion. We're not talking 20 bucks. Everybody, in my opinion, in America, needs to listen to the January 13th uh, hearing. Would you agree with that, Darrell, with the, the justices? Well, it's a great hearing. The, uh, the nine justices, seriatim, dressed down the Federal Trade Commission's lawyer. Wow. It's on, it's on the Supreme Court's website. 
you can go listen to it and you go, I like those judges. Uh, they are good men. They think. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, the, the FTC returns, what, uh, less than 5% of the money it takes from people. And let me tell you how they decide what restitution is. Here's how they decide what restitution is. Total gross receipts have to be taken from you so that they can give it back to the people who paid it. No accounting for the value of the product. No accounting for the operation of your business. If you got it, you got to give it back. Uh, and they don't have to identify if anybody was hurt. And, and they can go from regular citizen guy, Jay Nolan, running an honest business and, and, and doing great things for the world. And they determine without due process, without a trial, without, they just instantly become judge, jury, and executioner and call him a criminal? Yeah, and then then they'll post press releases on their website. Wow. Repeating these prevarications. And they do it with impunity because they are immune, don't you know? They work for the government. They told me this on money, too. They said, well, we have immunity. And I'm thinking, ah, well, you know. Wow. Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty awful. Wow. Uh, amazing that, Darrell, maybe, because most people are wondering, because I've been contacted because they smeared me, <clears throat> my wife, my family, my good friend, Scott Harris, Tommy Sacker, great men, great families. They smeared us, and they did it based upon these 26 complaints. So out of 7,000 affiliates, 26 complaints. Now, Darrell, our attorney, he's had firsthand knowledge, and he's done depositions now of many of these people who complain. What what spurred this on, Darrell, in your opinion? I, I'll just flash this up a little bit, but what spurred <laughs> this on? If, you didn't Darryl. need to flash that up. Chuck, put that up there. Put that up there so everybody can see it. Focus in on that. All right, here we go. He's covering the names. <laughs> Why are you covering the names? I want you to uncover those names as a public document. All right. On the, on the right is Riley Qualls. On the left is Luke Curry with his wife and family. One of his kids is a special needs child. Luke Curry was having an affair with Riley Qualls. And Jay found out about it and said, you can't do that, Luke. And he fired Riley because she knew better, too. And he put Luke on some very strict uh, guidelines that he had to follow. Well, he wasn't going to do it. So he quit and got all of his friends to file these 26 complaints. And so here's a guy who is seeking retribution. And, 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 and then uh, one of these guys that did it, let me see if I can find this very quickly. I, I, I have it in my documents here that it, it's worth reading because uh, uh, one of the people 
that uh, let me. It's going to take me a second, but it's going to be worth. Uh, I'll, I'll just and find the, this very quickly. While Donald's finding that, the amazing thing, he went and tried to destroy our company. In November, we filed a lawsuit against him, and all these people you see listed on this lawsuit here in Nevada. Him and these people filed that the that the judge. Now watch this. The judge in Nevada grants a preliminary injunction against Luke and says that all the things he's doing is wrong against our company. And rather than the FTC listening to us about who a judge said is foul, that's their key witness is him and all these people that were named in this suit. And the FTC did not want to hear one word from us. Wow. With our offer cooperation about this. That's and then, and then I got to sit in the court, courtroom with what seems like a sympathetic witness against me with the KKK. Now you imagine how I'm feeling, kid. Wow. 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 Uh, this this is this is mind blowing to me. I, I I like because if what was the word, Darrell, that they they said they're not uh, they can't be held accountable. What was that word? They're immune. Immune. Is that true? I don't think so. I wanted to sue them because there's uh, there's causes of action that you have under the law that allow you to sue government officials who get out of line. Uh, the principal way to do that is what's known as a Bivens case. And so I asked the judge to let me sue those guys under the Bivens decision, and he denied that. Uh, and, and no surprise. You but have I, to ask the judge to sue? You can't just sue? No, you can't. Oh. You, you know, because I wanted to do it as a counterclaim in this case. Oh, okay. So uh, he, he wouldn't let me just do that. Uh, and while Donald's getting that as well, I want everyone to hear this, that they claim that they're protecting the consumers. Well, there's 26 people that we that we estimated that did these complaints. There's, there's Now there's almost 800 affiliates, distributors, that people will call in the industry, that filed a motion to intervene and with a class action against the FTC. So the people they say that they're claiming to protect are saying, what are you talking about? So I think it's the first time in the history of the direct sales. I'm not, it might be some other time that the affiliate stood up and said, you guys are, are, are wrong. And you can find out more about that, I think, over at sbhclassaction.com, sbhclassaction.com, where the affiliates and if you're here watching, you're in the industry of direct sales, you guys need to stand up and go at it. And if you can support those affiliates that are out there, really they're fighting for the industry. Because if wow. the FTC can get Congress to pass that bill, then they're going to go on a rampage against the entire industry and try to wipe the whole, they hate the industry. Yeah. Yeah. They, they really do hate the industry. But what yeah. what is what I have I know this is probably a dumb question. I'm I'm the king of dumb questions, Darrell, just so you know. Um what why? Why do they hate the industry? Is is what like why? Well, these these are people who think the government knows better than we do. 
And, and, and certainly there are instances where uh, people have advantage taken of them unfairly. That does happen. Uh, and our government has swung away, if you will, from uh, caveat emptor, where let the buyer beware. And so in, in many times and in many cases, the, the government is looking out for people because it thinks that they can't uh, help themselves. Is there any way, Ken, that I can share my screen with you? Yeah, if you go down to the bottom, click on that little share button with the plus symbol, and then okay. click share screen, and then you can um, share either your entire screen or just a Chrome tab that maybe if you have it open in it, I don't know, what what are you trying to share? A website or a document? I'm going to show you this. Uh, I want to share you this entire screen right here. Okay, uh, here it is. Here it is. I got uh, it on the screen. Okay. Here is uh, Jason Johnson right here is one of the guys who was Luke Curry's friend. Uh, you know... This is what he said after he found out about the Federal Trade Commission's lawsuit. And, and, and I don't even use language like this. And, wow. and, and, and you are wrong, by the way, that when I get off the phone, I use four-letter words and such. <laughs> I, I, I don't do that. Uh, I, I, was, I was kidding, Darrell. I, I know, I know. Uh, and so he, he, he's saying here, uh, he's asking Francois Hewing, Jason Johnson is, uh, to join him in hating Jay Nolly. Well, Francois Hewing, Hewing doesn't think that anything was ever done incorrectly. And so this, this string was based upon this report by the federal government that the FTC shuts down success with instant coffee pyramid scheme. Wow. And so Jason wow. says, yes, uh, uh, Francois says, yes, I know it. Sorry, man. Hope y'all that stuck with it weren't in too deep. As soon as I seen all the other that was light about, I bounced those MFers. I'm not sure what that means, but I don't think I can say that. <laughs> Tried to sue me. Blasted more to come. Wow. This is the attitude of the people who uh, have attacked Jay Nolan. This is revenge. Uh, th these are people who are trying to get back the at Jay. And the FTC is sided with the people that the judge is saying is wrong here in Nevada. Wow. I, yeah. I have to tell you that I could not be more proud to be Jay Nolan's lawyer and his wife's lawyer. I could not be more proud to be the lawyer for Scott Harris and Tommy Saka. They are good, and I don't use this word very often, when it comes to lawsuit, but they are good, righteous people. 
They are God-fearing, church-going, honest Americans. And I want to do what I can do to see that they are vindicated and not discarded as trash by our government. There's Tommy right there. Let me tell you what they did to Tommy. Tommy's been selling insurance all of his life. They got the insurance department in Kentucky to refuse to give him his insurance license. Oh, my gosh. So I got involved in a lawsuit there against the insurance department to straighten that out. Wow. And so Tommy now can go sell insurance and make a living for heaven's sakes. The government doesn't want him to do that. I, I, I just I, I just can't believe. Well, I do. I've had cases many times where I leave the courthouse and I stop at the front and just look up to make sure the American flag is still flying. Because sometimes what happens in the court makes me wonder about that. And wow. I'm telling you, if you were in one of these cases that makes you wonder what justice is in America and why it's not for you, uh, then you become like me. Uh, I tell people it's win or lose. Justice is in the is in court is not in court. It's a church. Wow, wrongs at church. I agree. Get enough people to support you. You can push the government to do what's right. So that's a great opening segue for my question. You know, we've seen a lot of insanity. Um, we'll just say in the last six, seven months with, within the, the government. Um, what, what can be done? What, like if, 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 if the FTC has done this unbelievable amount of overreach and abuse of power and, and, and then they tell you, yeah, well, we're kind of protected. We're impervious to all of that. Doesn't apply to us. What can the average citizen, I'm not sure I could rally a bunch of people to pay you, Daryl or Daryl. I'm not sure I could, I could, I could, I could do that. I'm not sure that, but, but what can the average citizen do to, to stop this? And is it a long drawn out process or is there something that can be done now? Well, here's what we need to do. We need to have a multi-level marketing approach to influencing those in Congress. Right. So you write a letter, you get 10 of your friends to write a letter, yep. have those 10, get 10 more, write a letter. <laughs> That's right. I'm telling you, those guys in Washington will wake up yep. if they get enough letters about a topic. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I've been a pilot since 1979. In 1989, I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Mm. 
uh, and I lost my medical certificate. And I thought it was just because the federal air surgeon general was not aware of uh, modern science. Now, science, you got to understand, is just a matter of opinion. And, and eventually, over time, opinions are more or less correct. But science is just somebody's opinion, and you hope it's true, and you test it. Well, <clears throat> I went to see the Federal Air Surgeon General. He listened to me for an hour because he said, you know, you know somebody who's important enough that they called up the administrator for the FAA, and I had to have this meeting with you, but it will never happen on my watch. Wow. So I went back across the mall in Washington, D.C., to the Marriott Hotel over there, and walked in. The American Diabetes Association was holding a conference. Well, I had diabetes, but I wasn't a member, and they said government relations upstairs. I went upstairs, went in there, and they were kind of, you know, just lethargic, not really doing anything. And I said, well, why don't we get the FAA to, to allow pilots to have licenses? And they said, oh, that'll never work. The FAA is too powerful for us. Well, cutting to the chase. Uh, eight years later, I got my medical certificate. Wow. And that very same federal air surgeon general called me on the phone and said, well, if I'm going to eat crow, I'm going to do it with you on the phone. And let me tell you one of the main things I did to get it. Are you ready? I joined the American Diabetes Association. It's got millions of members. Mm. I explained the injustice of what was going on. And I got tens and tens and tens of thousands of people who were members of the American Diabetes Association to write their congressmen and senators. And so then I was just in Washington when you could just walk through the Senate office building. And I went to Senator John McCain's office, who turned, later turned out to be a friend of mine. And I went in and said, you know, I'd like to talk to the senator. And they said, well, do you have an appointment? I said, no, I don't. They said, well, what's your name? I said, well, my name is Darrell Williams. And the guy behind the desk said, Darrell Williams, do you have something to do with diabetes in the FAA? <laughs> he said, just a minute. John McCain came out of his office and said, Darrell, I've gotten 8,000 letters from constituents about this problem, but I don't anything about it. I want to talk to you. So here's what he did for me. He made funding of the Federal Aviation Administration contingent upon it establishing a committee to review its proscription against people with type 1 diabetes from flying. Wow. So that went to the FAA. The commissioner calls the Federal Air Surgeon General. He calls me. He says, Darrell, do you do this? I says, I can't do this. And he says, well, where am I going to get five people qualified for this? Well, I've been sitting on the Research Policy Committee at the American Diabetes Association with all of the most preeminent MD, PhDs in the United States, the Joslin Clinic, Centers for Disease Control, uh, uh, the, you know, all, all of these Harvard Medical School, Los Angeles, these guys were my friends. And I'd asked them, 
if you were asked to serve on a committee, would you? So I gave the Federal Air Surgeon General a list of 11 names. He said, none of these people will do it. Well, the first five he called agreed. And then they called me and asked me what would be an appropriate protocol to restore medical certificates for pilots. So I'm telling you, wow. it's all those letters that got me into the office and got what I need. And right now, in my wallet, I carry a valid, unrestricted medical certificate so that I can fly airplanes in America. Wow. That is freaking amazing. Darl, wow. Jay, Jay told me you were like, wow, that is. Okay, so everybody needs to write a letter is what you're saying. What somebody put somebody put the website address up if you here I think Melanie Summers has it. Go to sbhclassaction.com and you'll find all the resources you need yep. to go in and write your letter, send that to your friends, send that to everyone that you know and tell them to go write a letter. They they could do one more thing. Is this kind of a little personal pitch here? You know, uh, my motto is I would rather not work and not be paid than not be paid for work. And my wife really likes that motto. Well, Jay's into me for coming up close to a million bucks. And my wife keeps wondering why I'm hanging in here. Wow. So everybody just send Jay five bucks and let him give it to me. So I can buy bread, put it on my table, and my wife doesn't yell at me. My wife of 50 years, by the way, will have been married 50 years this year. Wow. She has, she has not given up on the potential she saw in me when we got married. But she still reminds me that I haven't quite achieved it. And so she <laughs> may yet abandon me for someone who's a little more compliant. <laughs> uh, I don't know. You know After 50 you know, years... You know, all the affiliates have rallied together and some non-affiliates and over at the SBH class actions, if you, you know, I know that they can be contacted and they're doing all the supporting. So we've had to go, there it is right there. There it is. You can do voluntary donations, www.t3movement.com. That money will go to Darl to keep, Darl is on the front lines, in my opinion, for all Americans, for their the business owners and freedom wow. because you got to understand this is about our kids. I was served in the Los Angeles law, law uh, Los Angeles airport a lawsuit that says they're freezing all of my assets in front of my wife and at that time my four year old little boy. And a few days later, we couldn't figure out what he was doing with his dolls. I mean, with his stuffed animals. And he was hiding all the stuffed animals in a box. And Lena said, my wife says, Kai, why are you hiding the animals in the stuffed box? He said, I don't want anybody to come and take my animals. They took Kai's money, by the way. They took his money. They yeah. took Kai's money. They took his money. Fact. They took his, they took his money. And that your could little, be your, your little, children. Your little boy, they took your little boy's money. 
a Scott's son who was going to college because Scott's name happened to be on his son's bank account. They froze that account as well, left his son on the way going to college with no money. And volunteers had to give Scott's son money to go to college, to go to school. This is a fact. And this shit, this I I, I asked Darl, are we in North Korea? I had All no right. idea that this was that they could go through a ex parte hearing, which seems to me to be illegal, in my opinion, because we have a constitution for due process. How can you say somebody does something wrong and you can't even defend that? That's well, insane. Okay. I'm, I'm going to write a word down here. Uh, hey, I, I'd like to ask everybody watching right now, five bucks. Five, just five, give five dollars. If that's all you can give, give five dollars. But go to t3movement.com. And I would like you to also drop the number one in the comments if okay. you are going to go today and make a small donation or a huge donation. Just drop a one in the comments if you're going to go make a donation today at t3movement.com. Thank you, Tavis. Tavis has got – he's the first one to drop a one. That's awesome, dude. Brooke, awesome. All right, bunch. Earl Browning the third. Tyler, Barry, look at all these people going to go make some donations so we can make sure that Daryl – is is um not gonna get divorced yeah. after 50 years <laughs> so look at all the ones there's a, can you guys see the comments on the if you click on public comments on the right upper side of Streamyard, you'll see there are a lot of ones dropped. wow yeah thank you guys wow. all of you thank you all thank you. and and i'll tell you what um We'll 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 make sure that somebody goes in here and and thanks each and every one of you personally for 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 dropping the one. So, um, thank you all. So so what was uh, Daryl? What was the word that you were holding up there? Here, here it is. You know, I, I try to be elegant when I speak, and so this a synonym for this word. Is uh, one that some people. This is, on the this is a description of no. something that is uh, well. It's made out of feces. <laughs> <laughs> it means shitty, and that's how the FTC is acting. Wow. They're acting Wow. It's a great word. What? I love that word. You know, Ken, you've been involved in you've been involved in a lot. You've you've streamed so many different people. All these all these entrepreneurs, Ken, you've streamed over all these years. What's your, what's your take on this? You know, we we we've spilled I've spilled my guts a couple of times now. Now I've asked my attorney to come on here and he spilled his guts. What I mean, your thoughts. I mean, yeah, wait a he's had famous people on here and now he's got me. You didn't tell Big me that. Time. Man, he's had big time famous people on here. Major so, names. So I, I feel like number one, Darl, I, I happen to be friends with um some 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 bio that are that are well one of my good friends is a former um um Republican senator, state senator here. 
Um, and then I have a lot of other friends who are a judge and a couple judges and attorneys. And um, I'm just going to be real with you. You may have the most explosive personality of any attorney I've ever known and a lot of passion. And I love that about you. You know, I've tried cases for 45 years. Wow. I've tried over 150 jury trials. You get me in front of a jury, I win. <laughs> you know, but, hey, but here's Ken, they here. don't want him to get they don't want Darl to come in the courtroom. Do they, I Darl? know. So that that's the part that I'm like, look, you know, I I don't know what country is this when we can take I, I mean take my personal feelings about Jay and my friendship with Jay. Let's pretend that this is just Bob Smith sitting here and 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 I don't know Bob at all, but I am a US citizen. I'm a US citizen and I have been my entire life. And I hear a story like this. What again, my personal feelings about whether he's guilty of any wrongdoing or right doing, none of that even freaking matters. It shouldn't matter. None of it should matter. He is he's he has certain unalienable rights according to the constitution and they've been completely ignored completely ignored and that just absolutely blows my mind i'm not an attorney i thought about going to law school and then i found out i could make a lot more money not doing that darrell's <laughs> like that that was not a nice jab i tell everybody i'm a blue collar worker because I touch a punch a time clock. Yeah. I, I only get paid when I'm sitting at my desk billing the client. Yeah. And I, I'm not here punching that time clock. I yeah. don't get paid. But what it really gets me is I'm punching the time clock and the guy ain't got the money to pay me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but well we got I'll tell you what, we got some we got some people that already have made donations. Mark Gassard, who's a dear friend of mine. Thank you, Mark. Really appreciate it. There's there's people who are already have already made a donation to, you know, look, I'm gonna go as soon as we're finished and, and make a donation. Darrell, I think you are um man, you're you're one of a kind. I, I know a lot of attorneys that, that there's there's <laughs> there's there's no such thing as running up a million dollar debt there's no such thing as uh, like you know I, and i get it i get it i think you're you're one of a kind man you're you're uh, you're a blessing for sure and i think anybody watching right now if you own a business a a, a good 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 friend of mine a big celebrity posted something yesterday about a bs frivolous case that was uh, class action some idiot tried to file against him and and you know and and it was just struck down it was just struck down yesterday and he posted this and and you know this is a very big celebrity that posted hey look this is what idiots can do basically is they can go out and make up frivolous bs and 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 try to cause harm to others there is a problem in this country. There is a huge problem in this country. And Darrell, if if I were 
in Jay's shoes, you would be the guy I'd want standing up and fighting for me. Thank you very much. And I would be pleased to do that. You're, you're an amazing human. So, man, I, is there anything we haven't covered, gentlemen? I mean, Darl's on the front line. He's got some big. Right now, they've got all of our assets frozen. Stuff That's that we worked crazy. for for years. Crazy. Yeah, I'm working on Jay's stuff right now today. This is response to a motion for summary judgment. I'm filing that uh, statement tomorrow. I'm going to give the statement to Jay. He can pass it on to all of you. You can see the finality of what the FTC's response is to this uh, uh, incredible uh, decision by the Supreme Court that's restoring for us our freedoms. FTC doesn't care. Hey, Earl, Earl, there's another buddy of mine. EB, the, the, uh, the site is scrolling across the bottom. It's t3movement.com. You can go over there and make a, a donation. Again, any size donation would be would be anything. I mean, you know, you get a get a million people to donate a dollar, we got yeah. you covered. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, that and, and by the way, Jay isn't into me for a million dollars. Right. Uh, he has paid a lot of money to me already. His donors, the people who love him, support him, have. Oh, and, yeah. and of course. As soon as they find out who's donating, the FTC subpoenas those people to try to chill them out of giving support to Jay. They're trying all they can to put a stake in his heart. I'm going to put a stake in their heart is what I'm going so to do. If they, if people go to the T3movement.com and donate, are they going to be subpoenaed? No, no, that'll be anonymous. Oh, you're talking about the other the. Well, the... We're talking about donors who's gotcha. who's just done it. The court ordered me to disclose who had given me money, and the all, FTC, all, all the people who had helped us up to a certain point up through December, the court that the, the FTC ran to the court and says, "Oh, we don't believe this is legitimate. That people are just care about them like this. They want to strangle us to death." And why? Our, our this is craziness. Oh, it, it, it is. It is. That's why all those people are turning around, attempting to sue the FTC to bring all the actions against them because they're going no more. We got some real patriots out here. So the people that died, you want to see, you want to see a video that I did that kind of brings this home. If you go to civilrightsmoment.com, www.civilrightsmoment.com, I did a video about how our military is being disrespected by this quasi fourth branch of government and how all these military veterans that have given up their lives, what they give up their lives for. It was for our freedoms. It was for our freedoms. And if we don't have freedoms, these people died in vain. And those of us that are on the watch now, if we don't stand up and do something, then they died in vain. And I said, we can't let that happen. And guess what? I could have checked out this thing a long time ago. We could have wow. threw up the thing. I said, Darrell, we're done. We give up. Me, my wife, my Scott, Tommy, all of us. They try to turn Tommy against us. You know, let they me, try to separate us. Let me tell you how awful this is. They have got Jay, Tommy, and Scott so up against the wall with all these orders they can't do anything without calling me and saying 
Darrell, is it legal for us to do this? Now, you just imagine in your lives, if every time you wanted to do something, you had to call up your lawyer and say, can I do this? That's not America. Yeah. We launched our new businesses. So now we got new businesses as well that we've launched to try to protect our, or take care of our families and contribute. And like you say, we go to get bank accounts. Banks shut off our bank accounts. So, you know, we're, we're being clipped from every angle. But guess what? We're standing on the front line, not going anywhere. We're wow. standing here. We got supporters that agreed that they're going to stand on the front lines with us. And we got an attorney. And the thing that we want to do is just make sure that he keeps getting compensated for all the crazy, incredible work that he's doing, not just for us. Ken, I think you would agree this is for America, in my opinion. I, I do agree. I, I do agree. Darrell, thank you for um, <clears throat> coming on here and spending an hour and 12 minutes with us. And, and thank you for your passion and your love for this country and, and fighting for Jay and, and all of us. It's, it's absolutely amazing. Thank you. Know, you. I, I do love this country. And when I say the Pledge of Allegiance, I mean it. Yeah. I'm not one of those people who won't say this Pledge of Allegiance. I respect our flag. I respect our country. I respect our military. My dad was a major in World War II. Wow. Uh, I grew up with high regard for people who defend our freedoms. And after 45 years of practicing law, I'm in my 70s. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe. Wow. But I have the energy of a 35-year-old. You do. And I'm going to keep pushing. Wow. Incredible. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Thank you so much. God bless you. Stay with me. I am going to end the live stream now, gentlemen. So hang Thank on you. tight real quick. And I want to say this to everybody watching right now. Go over and make a donation, no matter how big or small, to t3movement.com and, 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 and follow this. Follow Jay. Jay's going to post some stuff, I think, tomorrow. Daryl's going to share that with Jay. So thank you all. This is important whether you're in, in network marketing or not. If you're in a business and you, if you live in the United States of America, you better take this stuff serious. You better take it serious. That's all I have to say. Thank you all. Have a great, great night. Darrell, thank you once again. Jay, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, Ken. Bye-bye.